This is BMO Smarter Investing for January 2024. Join top BMO economists Douglas Porter, Sal Gucieri, and Jennifer Lee for trends and forecasts across the economic landscape so you can make more thoughtful investment decisions. Investors have high hopes for a soft landing this year, and for good reason. Although monetary policy is still tight, overall financial conditions are not. Bloomberg's daily index is at its easiest level since the Fed started lifting rates in early 2022. And apart from the super stimulative days of the pandemic, is the most supportive since at least 2016. The Chicago Fed's more comprehensive weekly measure, which includes currently rising house prices, suggests conditions are as supportive today as in the mid-1990s. That's the last time policymakers pulled off a rare soft landing. In fact, no U.S. recession in the past half century started when conditions were as buoyant as they are today. This means the consensus view for a weaker U.S. economy could prove overly pessimistic once again. But if that's the case, then expected rate cuts might get delayed. At the Fed's December policy meeting, many participants said looser financial conditions could make it more difficult to hit the inflation target. Since October of last year, most financial variables have turned supportive of U.S. activity. While still elevated, the trade-weighted dollar has fallen 8% from all-time highs. Equity markets and home prices have reached record highs, fanning wealth effects. Although mortgage rates remain lofty, they have fallen in anticipation of easier monetary policy. And corporate borrowing costs have dropped like a stone amid strong demand for higher yielding issues. But two key financial variables are partly applying the brakes on U.S. growth, policy rates and credit standards. Senior credit officers have tightened loan standards for more than a year amid recession fears and last spring's regional banking crisis. Borrowing costs on most variable rate loans remain high as they tend to track policy rates, which are the highest in 23 years and well above presumed neutral levels of just under 3%. And due to lower inflation, policy has effectively tightened in real terms, even after the Fed paused last summer. This may explain the steady rise in delinquency rates on credit cards and auto loans. Of course, what matters for growth is overall financial conditions. Based on our in-house index, which measures the combined lagged effect of key financial variables on year-to-year quarterly real GDP growth, U.S. financial conditions are expected to turn modestly supportive this year from moderately restrictive last year. The previous tightening in conditions reduced growth by about one percentage point last spring and by 0.3 percentage points for all of 2023. But the impact has since faded and looks to add modestly this year, barring a sharp reversal in markets or asset prices. All else equal, this means the economy could grow a bit faster than its long-run potential of almost 2%, while fading fiscal policy support could still pull GDP growth closer to our current call of 1.7% for 2024. That's a bit above the consensus view, pretty decent considering the, the current high rate environment. While adding some upside to the U.S. outlook, Improved financial conditions could also pull Canada's economy back from the brink of recession. Its economy has badly lagged the U.S., growing an estimated 1% in 2023 versus 2.5% stateside 
It's largely for two reasons. First, overextended households are diverting more income to cover rising mortgage payments. Second, apart from a weak currency, financial conditions are less supportive than in the U.S. due to an underperforming equity market, sagging home values, and declining resource prices. In the third quarter of last year, tighter conditions chopped nearly three percentage points from real GDP growth. It's one reason the economy contracted in the quarter. That's two percentage points more than the harshest hit faced by the U.S. economy from tighter conditions. And for all of 2023, financial conditions may have carved one and a quarter percentage points from Canadian growth, or a full percentage point more than in the U.S., accounting for most of the gap in performance last year. Although the drag on Canadian growth from tighter financial conditions is starting to fade, could still average about one percentage point this year. This lines up well with our call for minimal 0.5% GDP growth in 2024 and accounts for much of the difference in forecasts versus the U.S. The greater rate sensitivity of Canadian households helps explain the rest of the gap. But on a more positive note, the fading effect of weak financial conditions, especially later this year, when the Bank of Canada is expected to cut rates, means Canada's economy has a fighting chance of avoiding recession or in the event of muting its severity. To wrap up, the rapid improvement in financial conditions, if sustained, could see the U.S. economy exceed market expectations again this year and help Canada dodge a recession. But possibly delaying central bank rate cuts, this would be a small price to pay for the better economic outcome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to BMO Smarter Investing, a podcast brought to you by BMO Investor Line. We are here to empower Canadians to invest smarter. For more information on how you can start investing today, visit bmo.com slash online investing. And be sure to subscribe to this show to get the latest episodes wherever you listen to podcasts.